baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk 830 WCCO. One of the funnest things I've ever done on television occurred just recently, and the world gets an opportunity to see it now, streaming on Fox 9 Local, which is the app that you should all be downloading, but you can also check it out on Fox 9 this coming weekend, Sunday morning at 1030. And joining me now, Stephanie Hansen from Taste Buds with Stephanie Hansen. She joins us here on the show. Stephanie Hansen, how you been? I'm good, Henry. How are you? It's been like four days since I saw you. I know, right? Like, you've been doing good, but I had to ask the question because you never know. I and mean, we live in a war, uh, uh, kind of a weird world now. It's like, it's like one day you're feeling 100% and you're great, and the next day you're like you're sick and you just you can't move out of the bed. But, uh, but no, it was so much fun being a part of your show, Taste Buzz, which people can see on Sundays at 10.30. First off, tell people about the origination and how Taste Buds came to be. Oh, yeah, sure. So we started, um, I have a radio show that's on my talk or 10 blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> I won't, like, promote another radio station. Sorry, I forgot. It's all but good. I have a radio show about food. And I've always wanted to do a TV show. And I was kind of intimidated because I'm not really a chefy chef. I'm just like a home cook person, but I still think there's like all these cool stories to tell in the Twin Cities and just cooking is so fun. So I started cooking on Jason's show on Fox 9 and over the course of a couple of years of doing that, they were like, hey, how about we do a cooking show? And I was down for it. I was so excited. But I really wanted to do a show that was like for regular people that are cooking at home that aren't like trained chefs necessarily but appreciate good food. So that's kind of how Taste Buds came about, and we started filming it in my kitchen. The Fox 9 Studios doesn't have, like, real cooking. Like, they don't have a stove, they don't have a refrigerator. Yeah. So we started just doing it in my home, and it's really been super fun. We've gotten to cook with a lot of fun people, yourself included. And I just, I watched our episode today. I loved our recipes, and I thought they came out really awesome. Yeah. No, first off, I've been a fan of yours for a while. We follow each other on social media, but never have really connected uh, per se. I know. Yeah, but you've got a great personality beyond just the cool stuff that you do at Food. I had so much fun taping taste buds with you and the world is going to get a chance to see it and they can start seeing it now and, and by the way i love your kitchen like your, your your kitchen's the bomb but oh thanks i think that it was so cool because it's that time of year where all these football fans are awaiting the big game and that's what this episode is all about And you can explain that here in a second but it's about getting in the kitchen and doing something that everybody loves with regards to the big game yeah, no offense to sports, and I did work at KFAN for a couple of years, so I have a few sports cred stripes, but generally, <laughs> I'm like excited for the game only because I'll get a Taylor Swift sighting and a Travis Kelsey sighting, <laughs> and there'll be like someone cool, oh, it's Usher, I think, at the halftime. It is. And we'll see cool commercials, but all I really care about at the Super Bowl, if I'm being honest, is food. 
Like, I want to eat the snacks. At our house, we always would do, like, fondue or we'd make super extra gratuitous nachos. Like, I just love the food piece. So it was fun with you because we made, you know, okay, during COVID, like, I miss chicken wings more than anything because I super love chicken wings and I love a good dry rubbed wing, which is really hard to do. Mm-hmm. So I loved the idea that during COVID, I kind of thought I perfected these baked wings, right? So <clears throat> baked with the sauce kind of getting crispy, not the fried crispy, but crispy enough that you could do it at home and feel good about it. But then enter the air fryer. (laughs) Yeah, the the air fryer is kind of a game changer. It really was. And we were able to, (coughs) God, allergy season. Yeah, no, I get you. Why is that happening in February? (laughs) I don't get it. I'm not a fan. I do love that there's like, not like the treacherous winter, but I'm kind of like, okay, allergies, the maple syrup is running. What is happening? We're in a different world nowadays. It is really like, you know, like you love the idea that you're not going to like slip and fall every time you step outside of your house or you have to shovel like mounds of snow all season. And I like, like that. And I'm ready for like a break. Like maybe we'll just have one winter off, but like, it's not great. Yeah. Yep. And we were able to make some really cool wings uh, for the show. But I just – I thought that what you did with the air fryer – and you're not big in terms of utilizing the air fryer, but you pulled it out, we used it, and I thought that those were the home run of the show. Absolutely. And so I didn't know – like, I know about you because I listen, and I know you're friends with my friend Sean, and you're Mr. Like, Get About Town – but I didn't realize you were, like, so healthy. So it was fun to make the air fryer wings with you because they're not fried, obviously. Mm-hmm. We used a little bit of butter, but mostly they were just buffalo sauce, which isn't bad for you. And we tossed them with the hot honey. Honey's good for you. Yep. And those wings, I thought, were kind of superior. And you, the, my favorite part of the whole show was when you look at me and I'm, like, so sad that the air fryer rings won. Because you're like, this isn't a loss, Stephanie. You still made these wings. You just got the assist from the All of it was good. All of it was good. And by the way, we're talking to Stephanie Hansen from Taste Buds here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And she's got an awesome website with a lot of the, uh, realistically, all of the episodes of Taste Buds. uh, And they'll be uploading the newest one with me on there. Her website, stephaniesdish.com. That website, again, is stephaniesdish.com. There was no losing. We won with this entire episode with everything that you cooked or we cooked. Oh, did we lose Stephanie? I think that we may have lost Stephanie. Oh, we got to get Stephanie back. All right, we got to get Stephanie back. Steph- Stephanie's awesome, and you got to check out the show. And by the way, if people out there listening, um, if, you, if you don't know how to find the show, you can see the show on Sunday at 1030, but also you can stream it right now. If you go to Fox 9 local app, uh, and this is the coolest thing in the world, and we know that streaming is a big deal. So Fox 9 local app, it's a big deal to be able to get those uh, those shows streamed. And it's free. It's not like you're paying a dime to stream a television show. Local TV, you can go and see my shows, one-on-one with Henry Lake, are on the Fox 9 local app as well. So it's it's really a, a cool thing that we're able to do. All right, uh, we, we, we got Stephanie back. I'm not sure what happened there. but that's, <laughs> what, what happened, Stephanie? Do you think a fellow radio professional would be able to monitor her phone properly? But no. 
no, I thought no, no. I thought that maybe your dog said get off of the phone and give me some attention. No, that I do have a rescue dog that is only two and a half years old, Stanley, and he is high maintenance. But Henry, I was just thinking about those um, cauliflower wings that we made. Yep. Because we made a a roasted cauliflower that we roasted in the buffalo sauce that was very healthy. And I feel like that could be your Super Bowl snack. Well, I want to give you a a, a ton of credit um, because there's something that we did in the kitchen that I am traditionally, I told you this going in, I said I'm traditionally not the biggest fan of jalapeno poppers. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Those were so darn good. And I think that everybody, when we were filming, were looking at those things like, uh, can I get one? Yeah, no, they ended up being really good. And it's weird because they're cream cheese, which I don't know. Cream cheese is actually cheese, but it's sort of like plasticky cheese. So it doesn't always feel so healthy for you. Mm -hmm. But when you mix that and cut it with the goat cheese, which people don't think they like goat cheese and they may not. But what it does when you mix it with cream cheese is it just gives it like a a lighter feeling overall. So it's not so like heavy. And you can't really taste it that much. It's not that big of a difference. So you cut four ounces of the goat cheese with four ounces of the cream cheese, and then you put that in your popper, put that in your jalapeno, you press some other cheese on there that's just a little coating, and you wrap that in some bacon and you air fry that situation. That was real good. Yeah, we're talking to Stephanie Hansen from Taste Buds here on the Good Neighbor News Talk, 830 WCCO. Once again, check out our website, stephaniesdish.com. That is stephaniesdish.com. couple final things for you, Stephanie. First off, um, you need to tell the people, because I've been telling the people this, and they need to hear it from you as well. It's super easy for them to stream all the stuff from Fox 9 on the Fox 9 local app. All they got to do is download it, and they can get it free right there. Yeah, it is super easy. And you just, like, go to Fox. And then it gives you, like, there's the Fox National app, but then it asks you where you live, and you're, like, Minnesota. And then it's like, oh, is it Fox 9? And it's like, yes, it is. And you're going to, on Sunday, you're going to be able to watch our episode on on Fox at 1030 in the morning. And then also uh, our friend Sean's Juicy Lucy episode is going to premiere at 930. Mm -hmm. But if you want to watch it right now, it's all on your Fox Local. All of that stuff is there for you. There's been 13 episodes of Taste Buds. And last weekend during the Chiefs game, I did a Detroit-style pizza that was like a two-minute commercial. That recipe is on there. People have been really excited about that. Yeah, it's really easy to get all of the episodes and your shows on there. So, yeah, it's super fun. All right, last thing, Stephanie, over the, co- uh, over the course of the month of March, we have multiple basketball tournaments that will be in downtown Minneapolis. We got the Women's Big Ten uh, conference tournament. We also have the men's Big Ten uh, conference tournament. There's going to be plenty of things to do in downtown Minneapolis, so I got to get you out to an event. Oh, absolutely. I like I like going to games um, because I think they have such good food. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I loved going to a, a football game because I love the food. I want to go to the Timberwolves Arena because I love the food. I want to go to the Wild Arena, but I only want to go to club level because I like the food. So you just you just want to eat. You just want to eat. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. I and you. I'll be a good like fan. I'll cheer when I'm supposed to cheer, but I'm just gonna absolutely hit the food. But it'll be fun to eat the food together. Like everybody needs to know what to eat when they go to the arenas, right? 
I'll let you know when the watch parties take place. And, and by the way, I'm glad that you like my ice cream, too. Oh, I did like your ice cream. And I. the funny thing about you is I'm crazy about Bailey's. And I have oh, a yeah. homemade berries recipe that kicks it like a mile wide. It is so good. It's very boozy. But so you need to get on my homemade Bailey's list because I made that for everybody for the holidays this year. And that recipe is on my website. So I was like, oh, it's got homemade Bailey's and his ice cream and you're philanthropic. Oh, I love that. Man, I can't wait. I can't wait. So 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 the next thing is you'll have to get the cookie at some point. There is some of the cookies in the ice cream, but you got to get the cookie flat out. And then also uh, next year or later this year, we'll have to get you the uh, the Henry Lake uh, cake uh, from Cafe Latte. So we have to get that to you too. Okay. Yeah. And here's what else, Henry, you've got a cake, you've got a cookie from Tina Rex thing from T-Rex cookies. So I saw the following day after recording with you, <laughs> what am I going to have? Like, can I have some spices or like my own custom Heggie's pizza? You can have like, whatever you want. Charity going and have something for me too. Hey, you let me know when you get something going and we'll talk about it here on the show and we'll pr- pr- promote Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. I love it. All right, take it was care, Steph. Fun to spend time with you. Thanks, friend. I appreciate it. That's Stephanie Hanson from Taste Buds uh, joining us here on the Lake Show on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Hey, stream the show right now. We had an absolute blast filming it, and it's available. Go to Fox Nine Local. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do word on the street. That's next. Hey, everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, let's get to word on the street. J-Lo in for Christopher Tubbs. So we'll see what he has up his sleeve this evening. Oh, let's dive into the world of Hollywood and music and all that good stuff. <laughs> let's start with some bitterness. Uh-oh. Bitter. You remember that, that song a few years ago, Demi Lovato, Sorry, Not Sorry? Yeah. That's where this is at right now. Uh-oh. The apologies or lack thereof continue for exes Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. Oh, boy. After a concert goer confirmed to People magazine that Timberlake, 43, told the crowd at his Wednesday concert in New York City that I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely bleeping nobody before singing Cry Me a River, Spears, 42, appeared to respond on Instagram. Someone told me someone was talking bleep about me on the streets. The Every Time Singer wrote in a post on Instagram Thursday, do you want to bring it to the court or will we, or will you go home crying to your mom like you did last time? I'm not sorry. Spears reflected on her past relationship with Timberlake in her 2023 mem- memoir, The Woman in Me, writing that she underwent an abortion with his child and mm. that he broke up with her via a text message, cheated on her, and public publicly embarrassed her with our, her with the 2002 song and video for Cry Me a River, which is rumored to have been about her cheating on him, something she admitted to in the book. Timberlake's uh, declaration on Wednesday that he's apologizing to absolutely bleeping nobody before launching into Cry Me a River came about a month after he ap- appeared to respond to what she wrote about the hit song. No disrespect, he told a crowd at the Fontainebleau in Las Vegas before launching into the song during a live performance in December. That's crazy. The back and forth there, 
Man. Sometimes like, sometimes X's don't are over, Don't you get over it at some point? Uh, some That's what I was going to say. Sometimes X's can come together and they can get along and they're better as X's. Sometimes it takes a while for the volcano to erupt. That's all I got to say. Well, I think it's that. erupted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, kind of a sports tie-in here. Mindy Kaling's upcoming Netflix comedy series set in the world of a pro basketball team has added three new cast members Variety has learned. Brenda okay. Song, Scott MacArthur, and Drew Tarver are all joining the show alongside previously announced series lead Kate Hudson. The untitled series received a 10-episode order from Netflix in June of 2021. The official log line states, when a scandal forces her brother to resign, Isla Gordon, who's, who's played by Hudson, is appointed president of the Los Angeles Waves, one of the most storied basketball franchises and her family business. Ambition and often over, ambitious and often overlooked, Isla will have to prove to her skeptical brothers, the board, and the larger sports community that she was the right choice for the job, and especially in the unpredictable, male-dominated world of sports. Hmm. Does this sound like something super interesting to you? It sounds shaky to me. Uh, I, it'll be interesting. I'll, I'll tell I'm you this. I'm not the biggest Mindy Kaling fan in the world. i got to be honest with you. I'll tell She's you this. Okay. Uh, Kaling is a co-writer and executive producer. Also an, uh, an executive producer, Jeannie Buss, president really? of the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. Along with Linda, uh, executive uh, director, Lakers executive director, Linda Rambis. Okay. So hmm. there are some ties in. Linda know. Rambis. Yeah. That's I'm assuming that Scott Rambis says, oh, God, yeah, come on, man. All right, let's go to the next one. Margot Robbie addressed the fervor surrounding her exclusion from the Best Actress category at the 2024 Oscars for her role as an existential tinge Barbie, stating that there are no hard feelings. There's no way to feel sad when you're when you know you're this blessed. The Barbie star and producer recognized in the Best Picture category, said at a sag after a discussion alongside her fellow co-stars in Los Angeles this week. She conceded, however, that director Greta Gerwig should have been included in the Best Director category. What she did is a once-in-a-career, once-in-a-lifetime thing, Robbie said. What she pulled off, it really is. But it's been an incredible year for all the films. Yeah, I didn't see the movie. Did you see the movie? I haven't yet. I I, I plan to. I want to see it. So I, I can't, you know, I can't really get into the, like, they, they, they got it wrong. But from the people that I've talked to and that I trust, and, and, and just on the surface, it seems a little bit odd that she's kind of like the star and didn't end up, you know, Yeah, the, her and Greta Gerwig. The, and and uh, one other thing that's mentioned, Margot Robbie did get a Golden Globe nomination. She does have a SAG nomination. It's just the Oscar nomination that's been puzzling to people. Yeah. Finally, Bob Odenkirk, better known as Saul from Better Call Saul, better call Buckingham Palace because he's related to King Charles III. What? The Breaking Bad alum learned of his hidden family ties to his majesty after declaring that he doesn't believe in a monarchy. In a preview of the January 30th episode of PBS's Finding Your Roots, Bob proclaimed to host Henry Louis Gates Jr., I'm an American. I'm not a monarchist. You know, I feel like it's a little twisted, the 61-year-old content. 61-year-old continued, I understand why society built itself around monarchs and leaders and they pass them down through generations. I understand that goes through every society, every civilization. But I think that we've gotten to a better place with democracy and we should keep going down that road. 
It, it, it's interesting to see that. It um, is interesting. That's one other crazy. thing, Bob is not the only comedian with blood ties to royalty. Bill Hader, who worked, who he worked with on the 2007 comedy The Brothers Solomon, discovered yeah. on a previous episode of Finding Your Roots that he's related to both King Edward the First of England and Charlemagne, the what? Holy Roman Emperor. Oh wow, that's crazy. All right, that's going to wrap up War on the Street. Coming up next, he joins us weekly. This week, a little bit later in the week, but it's all good for the final remaining 30 minutes of the show. Steven Silton, business sports attorney from Colson O'Connor. He joins us next year in studio on The Lake Show. Yes, Steven Silton joining us in studio as always. Business and sports attorney Colson O'Connor. Give him a follow on X. I still call it Twitter. At Steven Silton joining us here. For the final couple of segments of the show, first off, welcome back to town, you world traveler. Yeah, it's always good to be here. It's always great to be in the studio. As it's I say, fun. I'm never going to get sick of that lead-in. Thank you so much for I know. That. Isn't that an awesome open? I like it. I love the open. I like it. I like it. All right, so th- there's a bunch of stuff that we want to get into. We always get into some really fun stuff here in our seg- segments with you. But before we do any of that, right, before we talk any NFL stuff and conspiracy theories, I, I do want to get your reaction to, because you're a big-time Wolves fan. Huge. I'm a big-time Wolves fan. We go to Wolves games. We're friends with um, a lot of people in the organization, even the chef, David we met, at, we met at a Wolves game. Did we? Or did, yes, no, no, yes no, no. we did. Jim we, Peterson introduced you. Were, Jim Peterson introduced that me. That was here. the second time. The, was fir- it? the first time was American Diabetes Association. Yeah. Really? Yeah, okay. when you were the chair. And that was my, it was my first time attending the event. Okay. But before you were the host, because you hosted the event, you were no, the MC. No, that's how I got to host. Yes. You yes. guys connected me and brought I, you I, in. I, I brought me in. You were the person that brought me You yeah. and Buck. Yes, You for and Buck sure. Humphrey brought me in. All right, the news that broke, I don't know if you heard this the last couple hours, but Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns both are on the All-Star team. Your thoughts? Oh, it's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. That is. I think they deserve it. I think this team is playing great. Um, Gobert didn't make it. No. How, how are you going to get three wolves? I don't know. That's not. I mean, you're not putting three wolves on the team. And and, and and somebody on the text line earlier said, "Oh, Rudy Gobert got robbed." No, he didn't. You're not putting him on over Anthony Davis. That's. Just, I mean, that's not a thing. I was. There's at, only so many wolves that can go on the team. I was at the game last night, which was a little disappointing because Luka no, Doncic, no Kyrie, no Kyrie, right? It was. Uh, it was, it, you know, the Wolves were going to win that game. But that team, you know, I hate to get excited. I mean, we are Minnesota sports fans, so we're always waiting for the other shoe to drop. However, that team is so good and so deep. And you look at, uh, um, I always get his name wrong, but now, now, Nick. Uh, oh, Nikhil, and, yeah, Nikhil, yeah, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Uh, Alexander-Walker, what a great player. What yep. a long point guard, and he's become finding his offensive game. I mean, it's interesting Free agents now want to come to Minnesota. Kyle, Kyle Lowry mm-hmm. has made it clear he wants to be bought out. He wants to come to Minnesota. I don't know whose minutes he takes. Really? I hadn't heard that. Well, yes. I, I would take Kyle Lowry. Hold on. Kyle Lowry? Kyle Lowry? Kyle Lowry. I, I would take him in a heartbeat. Yeah, but whose minutes is he going to take? Probably Jordan McLaughlin's. Yeah, okay. That's fine. <laughs> See, there you, I like, I like <laughs> okay. J-Mac, though. J-Mac's yeah. my dude. I like J-Mac. Yeah. All right, all right so, so let's get to... Look, next weekend is the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, but the number one talking point in the NFL right now is all of the conspiracy theories that are taking place with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, and they're so woke in the look. 
What, what do you make of all of this conversation going I, on? I think it's just an amazing irony. Well, first off, I should acknowledge I am a Taylor Swift fan. I, I am too. I, I, I went to I'm her a concert. Swiftie. I went to her concert. I think her music is excellent. Um, I don't follow her politically. I generally don't get my politics from uh, entertainers. From entertainers. Yep. But you know, she does have a history, no question, of, of supporting Democratic uh, uh, candidates. You know, Travis Kelsey, of course, was in. You know, did did the the big. Uh, no, no, of of being a Republican, he was on a commercial for vaccines. He was on a Pfizer commercial. Um, so you know, everybody's saying this is some way left deep fake that somehow this you know that their relationship is contrived. It's 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 to essentially uh, you know drive liberal supporters to yeah. yeah I mean, it's, and it's, to get Biden reelected. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, what? Yeah, yeah, I mean, the fact that Travis and Jason Kelsey, right? And if anybody watched has been watching the game, Jason Kelsey was at, was in Buffalo with his shirt off and yep. sharing beers with the fans. The fact that they're the poster child of woke America shows that the word has lost its meaning. And 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 <laughs> yeah, it has. Yeah, it's it's just it's just hilarious. And uh, it'll be. I mean, it'll, it's a fascinating story. I mean, of course, the big story behind. And this is, and I know you are too. This is both such an exciting time of the year for me because I get the privilege of going to the Super Bowl again. And it's also depressing. I don't like the end of football season. It's just, it, you know, I miss it. I mm-hmm. miss the, uh, you know, to me, that's the kind of the premier kind of sport that brings us all together. Um, but I think this is a great storyline. The big storyline, of course, is Pat Mahomes, right? Is he going to win another championship? Is he going to cement himself as the next truly dominant? Are we going to go from the Brady era to the Mahomes era? And you're from Kansas City. What do you think? Well, I'm from here, but but, but I, you, yeah, you, I worked, yeah, you in, worked Kansas. in Kansas City, right? right? But hold on. There's never been, in my opinion, an athlete, professional athlete, that has had a better start to their uh, professional career than Pat Mahomes. I don't care what sport you say. I don't care what sport you look at. He's been this dominant in six years in. He's been to six AFC championships. He's already got two rings. I'm saying this right now. We are looking at the greatest football player that has ever played the game. Now, I get get it. Tom Brady is that guy right now. But I'm telling you right now, as time goes on, within the next three to four years, there will be no question, it's Pat Mahomes. He's he's on the verge of winning his third ring already. Yeah, don't. And, And when we talk about the greatest, you don't have to have the most rings to be called the greatest. He doesn't have to surpass Tom Brady to be uh, considered the greatest. You don't have to. All you have to do is show that you are in that special elite group, and then we can start debating it. Everybody says that who's the greatest basketball player of all time. They say it's Michael Jordan or it's uh, LeBron James, right? Do they mention Bill Russell? Bill Russell got him beat by a mile when it comes to rings. Yeah, you know how I feel about that debate. It's not MJ or LeBron. It's MJ it's MJ and it's MJ. Yeah, and I get period. that. Period. But I'm saying I, I that's that that, that debate point, bothers but, me. But my point is, Russell's almost got double the rings MJ got. Oh, I agreed. Yeah, agreed. Those were dominant teams. Yeah. And you know, it's I'd never really thought about this, but when you think of the early Brady teams, you forget Belichick was a defensive coach. He was a defensive genius. Those early teams were defensive dominated teams, and Brady kind of evolved into this world beating quarterback. And the last few championships, no doubt, are all on him. I mean, I'm going to have to think about that. I might next time I'm on, I'm going to try to find a player who had a better start to his career. Hey, let me ask you this. So, so let's get back for 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 a second with regards to the Kelsey um, um, Taylor Swift stuff. Yep. 
did you see the number in terms of value that she's brought to the NFL and the Chiefs? $331 million. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I mean, it, and the NFL has... Why would anybody complain about I, what she's doing? I know. Well, and, you know, it was interesting. I, I, I followed, and I should have brought it. I was talking to my wife, and she said, did you get the quote? There was a conservative commentator who said, listen, this is, you know, uh, I followed a lot of pop stars. Uh, you know, Taylor Swift is done a phenomenal job of managing her career. She's now seemed to find a man, an alpha male, right, who essentially is somewhat settling her down. She's doting on him, showing up at his games. She's the bigger star. I mean, with, I've never seen her be affectionate with anybody. 100%. So yep. this is kind of the, the you know, traditional American dream in a way. And and to deny that is is somewhat anti-conservative values. So I think it's, it's fascinating. The NFL has certainly exploited it. They have a camera on her. Uh, almost all the time, she seems mm, that's overplayed. Every time he makes a play, it, there's a camera in in her box. They say on average, because Colin Cowherd, he kind of blew up that entire right wing conspiracy that she's all. On average, it's 25 seconds of screen time. Again, 25 seconds. A little that's bit. Of, a little bit of Taylor goes a long way. <laughs> A little bit of Taylor goes a long way. We're talking to Stephen Silton here in studio here on Newstalk 830 WCCO. We'll take a brief pause. We'll come back one more segment. I want to ask him about this situation with this uh, suspended NFL player who says that he was betting. Well, he, he got suspended for betting. And you can't do that when you're an NFL player in the National Football League. But he says that he was betting for other people. We get to that next year on The Lake Show. All right, final segment. Here of the show, we got Steven Silton in studio, sports and business attorney Colson O'Connor joining us here. All right, so there's a Indianapolis, well, former, we'll see if he gets picked up, Indianapolis Colts cornerback Isaiah Rogers Sr. Uh, did his first interview today since being suspended by, by the NFL for betting on his own team, says that while bets were made from his account, they were made for others and not himself. Uh, there was some smaller bets and a 1,000 prop bet were placed from his online sports gambling account. He said that they were made for people who lived in Florida where online sports betting at that time remained illegal. Quote, just trying to help friends and family out, just knowing that it wasn't legal at the time in Florida and it was in Indiana. Uh, clearly, you can't do that. You're a player. It doesn't matter. I don't care if it's your dad. I don't care if it's your brother. You can't do that. It's just unacceptable. And he would not identify the individuals that he says he was placing bets for, uh, citing legal reasons. He says, at the end of the day, I knew the rules. I wasn't supposed to do it, and I got to take what comes with that. So I appreciate that. He, yeah. he's, 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 he, you know, he knows I did it. I should have done it, and I own it. It's good contrition. But this is the thing. It's it's interesting how and, – and I saw a piece on ESPN earlier this morning where they went and they looked at Pete Rozelle from I don't know how many years ago. And he says, no, we don't endorse betting, and we as the NFL, we never want to do – and now we're having betting be a big-time deal. There, there's even an ESPN bet now, and the Super Bowl is in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. It's, it's kind of mixed messages, isn't it? And well, it just talks about how we've – look at how far we've come. It, it, yes. You think it's an evolution. You think it's a positive evolution in the sport. I don't have an issue with it. I I, I am um, on the side, though, and there are many people that are, that are on the opposite side from me. 
I don't believe that that athletes should be betting on sports. I, I just don't. I don't think that they should be doing it. Yeah, I don't know the current rule, but it used to be forbidden. Period. You couldn't bet on any sports. It if is. You were if you were a player in the it NFL, is. you couldn't bet on basketball or it is or golf or it is. But it's happening. Or, though. you know, and people are getting suspended for it. Yeah. No. You 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 used to be able to not do that. And and the question is, you your immediate family, I don't think, is allowed to bet either. Right. There, there is essentially a zone around around them, which which isn't either. But as the sport is evolved, right? As essentially you've got, you know, not only sports betting on professionals, but obviously on colleges and they're moving throughout the state, it's probably going to happen here in Minnesota and probably in this legislative session that's starting next week. So I, I think you're right. Wink, yeah. wink. Yeah. I mean, I might know something. And, <laughs> and so, I mean, it's certainly a mixed message. And having the Super Bowl in Vegas, I mean, that is going to be. Interesting. My question is: Is that going to increase the amount bet on the game, or is it just is it is is that really not significant? But you know, I I was surprised when the NFL. I wasn't surprised when the NBA did. Mm-hmm. I was frankly, you know, the NFL is so protective of its brand. I was surprised when they went to to Vegas. It hasn't had any negative effects at least so far. Well, let me ask you this: Let, Let's let's bring it to the the local angle here in Minnesota. Why do we continue to waste time? Like. It, it, eventually, it's going to happen. Why are we wasting time by not allowing it? Sports wagering is going to be in all 50 states. Why in Minnesota? Why don't we just go ahead and just start raking in the millions? I don't understand why we're stalling this. Well, because different parties, and, and you I know this is, different parties are looking to, to capture those revenues and control it. I mean, that, that is what stopped it here. I get that, but like at some point, Everybody needs to come to an agreement on how this thing plays out. I would like to see it come in a more organized way. I mean, I've certainly seen how the legalization of cannabis has happened in this state. Yep. It's, it, it, it came without any real specific rules. That's also going to be a part of this legislative session, by the way. There's going to be there's going to be a proliferation of rules. Who can sell it? What can be sold? The grading. I mean, you don't know what you're getting. Certainly, I was, I was for that. However, like everything... You know, society is going to allow these vices, which I think they should. Uh, the, society should put guardrails around it, and and I would like to see it organized in a way that, uh, you know, that makes it available for the appropriate people, but isn't necessary, isn't done in a responsible way. Let's say. Yeah, it's just gonna. It's just so interesting how, for the longest time, it was like, you know, you got to go to va- now. You can just pick up your phone and do whatever you want. Like like right now, if if it used to be, I mean, you know what? Horse racing, take your butt out to Canterbury Park. Well, you know what you do now? If you got Twin Spires or some of these other apps, just do it right from your phone. No, it's so interesting. I mean, it's definitely become less taboo, right? I mean, when I started working as a sports lawyer, uh, Kevin Warren said to me, I don't want you betting on any sports, period. It's not forbidden, but I don't want you betting on any sports. I don't want any of my people who are working for me, either directly or uh, uh, outside, to, to do that. Now... You know, I know that is just not the case, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there are there are members of, of the Minnesota Vikings, and to be honest, I have. I probably didn't make a sports bet till about two, three years ago. It just it proliferated, and frankly, it can be really, really fun when you're sitting around on a Sunday making small bets with your friends, and it 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 it, it can enhance the sports experience without a doubt. All right, so this will be Super Bowl number what for you? Eleven. This is your 11th Super Bowl? It wow. is, yeah. I know. What, what what would you say is your favorite one out of all of them? Oh, without a doubt. I forget which one. it was. Actually, it was in Arizona, and it was uh, New England against Seattle. 
No, no, no. That was that was New England Giants. No, no, no. New England. Oh, Santa. both of those were in. Mm-hmm. Both of those were in. So both. So Pedro played yeah. in Arizona twice. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he because lost. I, he lost a game against the Giants in Arizona. Yes, yes. I didn't realize the Seattle one was in Arizona too. Because yeah, yeah. I was there the year when it was the Giants and it was the Patriots undefeated. Because I was with uh, Larry Fitzgerald Jr. Right. Yeah. No, and I'm going to amend that. Actually, my favorite Super Bowl was the one here, right? Because I got to take my entire family. My, oh man! Right, and the Philly. Yeah, the Philly, the Philly special. Yeah, right? the Philly special. Yeah, and yeah. it was a great game. It was a great, great game. And to experience such a, you know, anyone who can experience the Super Bowl once, and I've been incredibly blessed uh, to be able to experience it multiple times. I, I, you know, it it is it is right now the pinnacle of in my. And I know people would argue the World Cup, but I think particularly in America, that is the pinnacle of uh, of American sports, and it's an unbelievable spectacle uh it's a, it's a phenomenal game you got a rooting interest in this game do you know anybody from the organizations at all no i i don't okay. I, I don't represent any of the players um you know i represent some agents who have players on on both teams and in and i you know agents are very agnostic intentionally agnostic i mean obviously you know the pat mahomes minnesota connection and I apologize for saying that you were from Kansas City, though no, I know no, you no, worked in Kansas. No, no, you, no, no, you, that's but so uh, is <laughs> is 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 a big deal. I think. I think you know he's a he. I think he was born in Minnesota. I think. Uh is he? Was he technically born here? I I'm think not he, sure. I think he was born while his dad was pitching for the Twins. I yeah. think he was. Yeah, no, no, he was born. But I, I wasn't sure if it was here or if it was in. Because what was the other stop that he had? The he other had stop. Lot, he had a lot of stops. Well, well, I think the most was the other notable stop. The Mets. I think so. I think he might have played. Or was that uh, uh, Hawkins? Hawkins might have played substantially. Uh, I thought that might have been Pat. But but I, but I I do think that I think you're right though. I think that Patrick Mahomes, uh, Jr. was was born here. I think. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But listen, but Brock, anyway. Brock Purdy's a great story too, right? Yeah. And that San Francisco team. Who's your rooting interest? Who are you rooting for? Of course, Kansas City. Yeah, Come on course. now. Yeah. I mean, my, my colleagues in Kansas City still. Yeah. No, I mean, listen. Pat Mahomes is an easy guy to root for. It, Absolutely, he's one of he's one of the easiest superstars I think to root root for in history, in my opinion. By the way, born in Tyler, Texas. Oh, Tyler, Texas. Oh, okay. boo! <laughs> That's all good. Hey, Steve, always a pleasure to have you in studio, my man. Oh, it's always great to be here. All right, we are done. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow night, six o'clock until nine. Back at it, the Lake Show on the Good Neighbor. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.